developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. A lot of our show business today revolving around the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Yep. So we'll deal with that just after 7 this morning because it ties into the locker room celebrity death pool. I uh, ran into a situation yesterday where um, somebody asked me my opinion of the monarchy and the <laughs> passing of the queen and I um, listen I, I I even said it out loud before before we went on the podcast it was the podcast I do in here yeah I said this I'm the wrong guy for this conversation like I just I'm not I don't understand it I've never gotten it I don't have any appreciation for the monarch it's sad that she died it I, well it's it's crazy because i mean she's been there for all of all, our lives all of our I lives mean, 70 years on the throne we know nothing else she's a uh, yeah the history of the monarchy is is not great like, yeah. Right? She was great. Yeah. She wasn't beheading people. <laughs> but, right? but the thing is, though, is you also got to give it, like, she's been around for 70 years as the queen. It's also wild to, to see. I don't understand the monarchy and its role in the world that we live in today outside of pomp and circumstance. But Listen, when she started, it was different. Like, it, like, it's changed. Like, the monarchy has changed over, you know, the last 70 years. Well, it's, what they're role plays in our government. It's going to be interesting to see the changes we make for the first time in our lives. Like Little things like when you become a citizen of Canada, you're no longer pledging to the Queen. and yeah. It's no longer the Queen's bench. Do we have to change the anthem? Yeah. Isn't there a mention of the Queen in the uh, in ours? No, I don't think yeah. I'm trying to think of the lyrics right now. But like the, the courts are no longer the Queen's courts, right? It's the King. Yeah. yeah. Like, I... I don't understand that. <coughs> I, I've never understood our connection. I know it's there. Listen, I'm not an idiot. What I'm saying is, do we need it? You may like it. You might appreciate it for what it is. You may be a fan of the monarchy because of what it represents in your mind. Mm -hmm. Take that away from... Her role and that role in our lives and how we govern ourselves, and I just don't think it's worth the money that we send. I just I've never been that guy. I'm sorry, and 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 it offends people. They're like, "Oh my God, it's the Queen! How can you talk about the Queen like that?" I, I don't get too caught up in the money because we spend money on such dumb stuff, anyways. That's a good point. <laughs> Either we give it to the the Queen or we give it to Quebec. I'd much rather give it to the Queen. Tabor Flav. Oh. 
Good point, Jimmy. <laughs> it's settled. Let's send more money to Quebec. I don't even know if this is offensive. Is this offensive? I don't know. People were mad at me yesterday when I made a comment about the the monarchy. I I didn't dislike the queen. I actually kind of liked her. She's yeah, you know, she did a good job. She's she a worked. resilient woman. She's lived yeah, for she ninety six years. <laughs> right, That's pretty queen wild. for seventy. Yeah, unbelievable. It's a it's a great accomplishment. I did see some people posting that there's going to be a lot of uh, there's going to be a war to take control from the lizard people because she was a. She was the head of the... She, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the CNN covers that. <laughs> they probably won't. Fake news. Here's what I will say this. And again, this is just me making a prediction. I think many countries, there's like 30 commonwealths or something, 30 countries around the world, and there was also another level of connection to um, the royal family um, through through countries, through politics, I have a feeling because it was the queen and because she was so respected and she was around for so long, people were just hanging in there. There's a a, a real strong narrative coming out of Australia that now that she's gone, that they're going to cut ties. And, and I bet you, you're going to start to hear way more conversation, even in this country, about, okay, why are, wh- well, what's even the in, point of e- this? Even in the U.K., the uh, new prime minister in the past has fought to get rid of the monarchy. The, the control the monarchy the, has yeah. over uh, their day-to-day lives, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and again, I think you're going to start to hear a lot more of that conversation, not she, just in the UK, but around the world. She had more respect. Canada. She had more respect than I'm pretty sure Charles does. But, like That's... Ding, we need a bell in here. Yeah. I I have a feeling well, Charles is not very likable. We'll see if King Charles can reign for 70 years. And he's 73, he's 73 now. now. <laughs> so it would be quite impressive. Just don't change the money. <laughs> you may want to wait for the balding kid. <laughs> Prince Pager. Right. The locker room topic of the day. What Edmonton celebrity would you like to party with? Now... I'm going to pick mine, which yeah. will give you an indication of some of the flexibility around the conversation we're going to have. I'm going to go with pool party. Yessie Pugliarvi. Yessie Pugliarvi. I saw this video that the Oilers Nation put up on their Instagram of him on his uh, on his elliptical trainer mm-hmm. with his dog in the room, and he's singing. It's he's just singing and dancing while he's working out. It's just hilarious. The kid is. I know that, um, like, when, so funny. when he first came to Edmonton, he was pretty lonely because um, he didn't really speak much English, yeah. didn't really have friends, and he used to hang out at the Pint quite a bit, and I know that he also used to uh, just go and play random games of hockey with kids at the outdoor rinks. Really? That was his entertainment. He would just put the skates on and go play hockey at the ODRs. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So cool. Anyway, so you can buy, you can pick somebody that has a connection to Edmonton that may not have been from Edmonton. Yeah. All right. Have you guys thought of one? Oh, I know who mine is. You, okay, who you got? Daryl Cates. <laughs> Imagine one night partying with Daryl Cates. <laughs> or a weekend. Take a weekend. You're going to need a weekend for that. Party with Daryl Cates. He yeah. just he just gained a billion more dollars. Did you see that? For what? On his Forbes ranking, he just earned a billion more dollars. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course he did. You know, all the pharmacy stuff. And, yeah. yeah. All right, Jimmy. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> um, A doctor, maybe? He, he doesn't live here anymore, but he was born in Edmonton. Michael J. Fox. Okay, you're hanging out with uh, with Michael. I don't hate that. Yep. All right, so that's the topic this morning. Locker room topic of the day. What Edmonton celebrity would you like to party with? 780-989-0957. Uh, Mike wants to party with James Peter White. You know what? That's going to come in a lot. I said you can hire him. It's only $25 for the weekend. <laughs> no, it's not. By the way, we get uh, 15 <laughs> Yeah, we get 12, 15 of that. 12%. 1250. Yeah, each. <laughs> if the lo- The locker room topic of the day. What Edmonton celeb would you like to party with? 780-990957. If you're ever trying to reach the show, that's a text line and a phone number by the way. All right, the uh one that's coming the most so far is Tommy Chong. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Who is it? Yeah. It's me, Dave. Open up, man. I got the stuff. Is would this be a good night, though. It would be interesting, I guess. It'd be, yeah, yeah. It would I be. think I think I'd rather. I get a sense of the two, like the the two, the difference in the personalities between Cheech and Chong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's too far off the characters that they played in those movies. I don't think they were playing much of a character. Hey? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Cheech would be more interesting to party with, though. Tom, yeah, Tommy would be pretty quiet. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. I get the sense that there'd be a lot of just like sitting on the couch. <laughs> Do you think he's a drinker though? <laughs> no, I uh, I don't think either of. Come on, man. I think Cheech. It's Dave, man. When you I interviewed Cheech not long ago. He has a tequila, but he doesn't drink. A lot of these guys have booze, but they don't. Yeah, they don't drink. Even Jimmy, you chose Michael J. Fox, and I was like, he doesn't drink. You don't hang out with people that don't drink. Him, I would. Uh, Like he's. You like? I I like him as an actor. I I like some of his stuff. Listen, listen, Grant. It's not always about drinking with Jimmy. For Jimmy, it is. (laughs) Sometimes there's more to it. Celebrities, no. I wouldn't. Like, it's different than Hank. Like, if I wasn't drinking, I wouldn't hang out with you guys or some other people. You're trying to tell me that if a celebrity came to town, you'd be like, well, tonight... If they, I'm here if, for you, Dennis Rodman. If they, <laughs> I want to be clear and if they were If they weren't drinking, I wouldn't drink. But if they were... <laughs> this is just like when you said you wouldn't go vegan for a girl. You don't know yourself very well. No, I know myself better than you do. <laughs> it's I'm only a night. The, I'm waving the BS flag on that. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957 if you're ever trying to reach the show. We are doing what Edmonton celeb would you like to party with? Grant? Rob texted in. He says he would love to party with Global News anchor Lisa McGregor. Lisa McGregor? I don't know. So I had to I look her up. Because uh, I'll be honest. Should we know Lisa McGregor? Um, so according to her Twitter, she is the Global Edmonton Weekend Morning News anchor. Okay. All right. And Rob wants to party with her. Let's have a look. You got her in front of yeah. you? Yeah. So I'm looking at her Instagram right now. That's Lisa. All right. How old are you, Rob? Because <laughs> we might have to put you into the <laughs> creeper category. <laughs> topic of the day. What Edmonton celebrity would you like to party with if you're trying to reach the locker room or 95.7 Cruise FM? It's 780-989-0957.
Adam wants to party with Katie Lang. Said she seems like so, one of the boys. Oh. Oh. Just wanted to get that I, line in. I bet she, <laughs> she'd be fun, I bet. She's a vegan. Vegans are not fun. Yeah, you don't some party. vegans are okay. I don't know. Introduce me to one that <laughs> that breaks the stereotype. And Woody I'll Harrelson. My mind. He's a vegan. Is he? Yeah. You're going to have to prove that to me. <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time believing that. Oh, I think you're right. This is a good I tune. Did. Yeah, I'm, he's a, he's I'm a part of PETA. Anymore, and and uh, I think you're right. But he's not. You know what he isn't? He's not a, um, he's not like a, I heard an interview. He does sort of abide by the rules of the, the, the diet. Yeah. But what his diet is, so it's technically classified as a vegan, but he eats nothing but raw food. He's a raw vegan. Yeah. So you can't cook anything. And so all he eats, and he has a chef that travels around with him. Yeah. So that's that's apparently what what he is. I don't know if that's traditionally what you would refer to as a vegan though. They call him a vegan. They they're call claim, him, they're claiming him. They're claiming him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they get to claim Woody Harrelson. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What Edmonton celebrity would you like to party with? 7809890957. Kane wants to party with uh, Daintree Christensen from Global. So this topic has turned into I want to party with Tommy Chung and a female uh, television uh, host. Yeah, local television hosts. <laughs> it's time to move on. <laughs> I thought we would dig a bit deeper than that, but I wanted to party with Daryl Cates. Daryl Cates is a good pick. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I shouldn't have laughed at this story when I saw it. But it is, there is an element of humor to it, mm-hmm. right? And and I think we as a society are a little quick to judge sometimes. Yeah. I mean, who knows why he went to a bar right away after getting out of rehab? Well, I think I know why. Maybe his girlfriend's there. <laughs> I think he has a problem. <laughs> Bam. This isn't the first time he's done that either. So he left rehab and literally got dropped off at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> He is, uh, man, he is He's going mess. through some rough times, Bam Margera. Yeah. Uh, but it was court appointed, it just so to get some clarity on it. Like, they're making him go to rehab, right? So that's, And rehab will never work if you force someone there, right? Yeah. Like, if you don't want to be at rehab... That's a really good point. It's not going to work for you. What's the point of even sending them? Like... I mean, I don't know the circumstances that led to him being in front of a judge where the judge is saying, listen, part of the condition of your release is that you have to go to rehab, but I totally agree with you, right? Yeah. You have to do this on your own. It's not... It is kind of funny, though, that he went straight to a bar for rehab. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bam. Poor Bam. Did, did, you, they, did they exclude him from the latest? I haven't watched well, the latest. I was going to ask if you watched the new Jackass. I it's good. It's really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There's also the Netflix has like a kind of the scenes that didn't make it and stuff is on Netflix. I watched that, but I haven't watched the, the latest. So, yeah, he's not in the new Jackass. And he was mad about it. He was posting all these videos. They cut me out. They excluded me. And you do feel bad for him because, I mean... The guy did a lot for them. Yeah, he Put did. Put his body through a lot. But was he the one with the... 
the toy cars? Um, I don't remember. What I I heard Steve O talking about it. That was Ryan Dunn. Okay. Think. Ryan Dunn is passed away. Yeah, too. he passed away. I'm not sure which one that was, but anyways, um, Steve O was talking about it, and they're like, the reason we couldn't have Bam there was because we're kind of like a big thing now. Like, there's a lot of money into our movies now. Yeah, and that means a lot of insurance. And they actually had to like take pee tests and prove that they were sober before filming for their insurance. And and there's no way he would have passed. So yeah, he's so not. They didn't really have a choice. If he's if he's getting the, the cab to drop him off at a bar after getting out of rehab. I don't think he's passing. <laughs> Time now for another four from Jimmy Sheetop on the locker room. Queen Elizabeth II passed away at the age of 96. Till now, Prince Charles was playing pickup sticks. In her lifetime, she has witnessed many wars and her palaces has had many tours. She she was the longest reigning queen. She spent a lot of time on the TV screen. S- 70 years reign on the throne and she's never had a cell phone. Prince Charles is up next. Does he even know how to text? The queen is gone. Her f- During her funeral, swords will be drawn. Yesterday we say goodbye to the Queen, Elizabeth II. Heaven was calling her, I reckon. Nice work, Jimmy Sheets himself. A palm. He sheeted out another one. (laughs) Cruise FM. Queen Elizabeth II passed away at the age of 96. Till now, Prince Charles was playing pickup sticks. We'll slow down, Jimmy. <laughs> Locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We've been doing a celebrity death pool since we started this show over six years ago. Um, we are up to round 15, which I just won. The last time we made picks was... Quite some time ago, Tuesday, January 4th. Actually, it was like a week or two ago we were like, it's been a long time. we got to have a conversation about adding picks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the queen. I had Tony Bennett, Ghislaine Maxwell, Norman Lear, Queen Elizabeth, Loretta Lynn, Dick Van Dyke, and Bob Barker. I got a couple of steals from this past round. We don't need to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant had Jimmy Carter, Ted... <laughs> Ed Kaczynski, Joe Exotic, and uh, Bob Newhart. Jimmy had Bill Clinton, Harvey Weinstein, Angela Lansbury, and Clint Eastwood. The wager was the two losers, which are Grant and Jimmy on this round, have to wear women's underwear for a week bought at a used store. So I'll be doing a little bit of shopping this weekend for you guys. It was a weird email to write to the boss. <laughs> can, can I you pay for the... Can the company buy used underwear for <laughs> women's underwear? Okay, this needs to be said. I had the royals on my celebrity death you pool list. You introduced almost just, every just, royal. Just sh- shut it for a second. Okay, I had them on my list for what 
what are we on year six? You know six? what I love about our contests is how much he loves losing. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's such but, a, he's but such but a as good as, sport. As soon as you such took the Royals, loser. they all started dying. <laughs> yeah, like, like you 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 won with Prince Philip. Now you won with uh, the I Queen. Did I win with Prince Philip as well? Yeah, that was. Yeah, you did. You went. It went oh, Prince I, Philip, and then uh, what was it? Uh, Bob, Bob, Dole. Bob Dole. I've been on a heater here. I've won round 13, 14, and 15 now. Well, what normally happens, too, is um, when we get a one person dies and then a couple will die. Yeah. It, like, we'll go like a year without, and then all of a sudden it's like boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. It's, it's always threes. Mm-hmm. By the way, I got a text from uh, your lovely bride, yeah. Mac, Michaela, last night, and it, I'll read the text. Yeah. Because I. Uh, you know how much I like her, yeah. but I'm growing to like her even more. She's got a bit of a mean streak to her, which is awesome. I heard about the death pool wager. I vote you only purchase thongs. That's all I wear, and I want Grant to have the full experience. So I'm used to thongs. So. I'll be thong, thong, thong shopping this weekend. Jimmy's going to be turned on the whole week. Oh, stop. So next week on Monday, when we get back, we'll do another round, round 16. So have your picks ready to go. We'll do it at the same time on Monday. Um, And then you guys, I will present you with your underwear that you have to wear all next week. And we'll be doing underwear checks in the mornings, okay? That's a terrible idea Teacher Jeff just had. He said, why shop? I bet listeners would be more than happy to drop off donations. I do not hate that idea. That was not the agreement. <laughs> that was not the agreement. So this is worse than me going to a <laughs> Value Village. Yeah, Actually, you go, you Cheryl going to Value Village, and all you underwear. buying is women women's underwear and taking it to the front desk. <laughs> That's kind of That's uh, true. That's pretty pretty good as well. <laughs> Just a fifty two year old man with a bunch of women's <laughs> underwear <laughs> from Value Village. Yeah, it, no. Okay, I agree. There's got to be some pain in it for this. Is an awful bit, right? Yeah, like I just we're not going to stop doing it. I just won the celebrity death pool with the Queen dying. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't escape me how horrible that is, or how that might be viewed by someone just tuning into the show this morning. What's your next royal that you're going to take? I don't know, Prince Charles. Don't you have Andrew already? He did at one point. Somebody had Andrew. Anyway, if Andrew was in jail, I'd 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 be more inclined to pick him. Yeah. But I think we picked Andrew because we thought the Queen was going to whack him. Yeah, that was what it was. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay, yes. No, that's a good point. There has to be some pain in this for me. One, I have to check to see if you guys are winning, wearing the underwear I bought you every morning. (laughs) Every day, you're going to be checking. (laughs) Uh, And then two, I have to go purchase this. And Jimmy's big threat is that he's not going to wash them. Yeah, that's his thing this morning is, you know what? I'm not going to wash them. I'm not washing them. Like, I'm that like, that's th- gross. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> well, just for the week. You're going to get worms. Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, the queen is dead. After 70 years of thrones and corgis, Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. I've seen Game of Thrones. I know how this plays out now. Winter is coming. There will also be some big changes as a result of her uh, passing away. They are asking all Canadians to throw out any money that you might have with her image on it. Uh, Take those $20 bills you have in your wallet and just Just toss them in the trash. They are no longer valid. Or drop them off here. We can get rid of them for you. 
They also announced that they are renaming the the QE2 Highway, the Queen Elizabeth uh, Highway. It will now be named after the greatest premier Alberta has ever seen, Jason Randy Kenny. <laughs> so yeah, the highway going to Calgary going to be called Randy Way. <laughs> and if King Charles the Third comes to Edmonton ever, you legally have to let him stay in your house if he asks. Speaking of King Charles, he'll now only need to live to 143 to match his mother's reign. I think he can do it. I believe he can live to 143. Come on, Charles. The Grant Report brought to you by this weekend's Royal Deal at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. All members of the Royal Family receiving 15% off tours. Book today at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. Grant, you want to read that text? Yeah, so it was from Ben who uh, said, I just listened to yesterday's podcast. I heard what you guys were saying about our options for the next federal election, Justin or Pierre. He said, you, you guys don't like either option. And he said, I like Pierre um, Poulivier. Uh, just curious who you think is a better option, especially curious about Locke's point of view. Get into that after four. Sure. All right. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We made some comments yesterday. Probably it was probably during the news. And, and Ben was just listening to our, our daily podcast and uh, sent us a text. It was my grant report. Cause my grant, That's right. My grant report was about um, Trudeau saying to his cabinet that he's staying around for another election. Yeah. So that's where it came from. And um, Ben wanted, uh, he's, he's a PP fan, a Pierre Polyev fan, yeah. and, and wanted my thoughts specifically on, on politics. And, and if, if not Justin, then, then who? And if I don't like PP, what am I going to do? Yeah, he said, well, who's a better option? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ben might be fairly new to the show. I think I've made this comment multiple times. Uh, but again, it's spread out over a six-year period, so you might not have a clear idea of what I think about politics. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all bullshit, all of it. Um, and I've become more and more disenfranchised with with our political system over the last, I'd say, five years specifically. It, it it's been something that I've I've been more and more concerned all about. Government. All levels, and I'm I'm. Here's my biggest concern is. I think we're at a point now where the people that are getting into politics are not are not really good people. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because just think about that job. Just mm-hmm. think about the division that we live in right now. Just think about how, like, what kind of wiring you would need to have to convince yourself it's a good idea to get into politics. Right. And those are the people that are that are actually attracted to it. And and I'm sorry. Well, you kind of have to be a bit of a narcissist or like yes. a, to think that I'm going to go in there and make a difference and change things. And yes. I'm the man or I'm the woman. Or yeah. there's there's an agenda mm-hmm. of some sorts, um, maybe a religious sort of tie-in or something like that. Now, so having said that, I will tell you, Ben, specifically what my background has been. Primarily for most of my life, I 
have been a conservative voter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've, I think may, I may have voted liberal once, but I don't remember the specifics. I've always taken pride in the fact that we live in a democracy. I take pride in the fact that we live in one of the best countries in the world, and I want to make sure that I always exercise my rights. I'm not good with the civic elections. I don't always vote. Um, I haven't voted. I've only voted once or twice since I've lived in St. Albert, if I'm being honest, which is which is uh, hard to admit because I think even I think the civic elections are more important than any of the elections we vote in. It does make a huge impact on your life. The problem that I have with the civic elections is you walk in and the ballot's got 700 names on it and I don't know any of them, right? So I feel mm-hmm. very ill-equipped to actually vote in those elections. I should take the time to learn more about the civic, my civic responsibilities. Um, I always vote provincially and I always vote federally. And again, like I said, over the years, I've never voted NDP and we don't need to get into it, but my stepdad was NDP Mm -hmm. and he was... I'm sorry, him and I, we butted heads from day one. So he ruined them for you? And I would never vote NDP. and, And again, that sounds petty, but that's me that's my wiring um plus i don't necessarily agree with 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 the policies of the ndp right now i am mortified by not just politics as a whole but all of our options including the conservative options Mm -hmm. and i am very concerned about where we're heading and my concern is based on the fact that traditionally in this country we don't actually vote people in that are worth their salt no one ever gets that job because this guy he's going to change things we are always just voting in anger and we're just getting rid of somebody just trying to get rid of people so my prediction is and you can disagree with me if you want you have that that uh that's 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 your right but i think that the fact that Justin Trudeau barely got in is clinging to power with a coalition with the NDP right now means that, and I, and I know people back east think we have our heads up our asses in the West and we really don't actually have a say here anyway, but I have a feeling that Justin Trudeau's time is running out mm-hmm. and that he will be voted out in the next election. And unfortunately, I think that means that we're going to get Pierre Polyev. Now, why do I dislike Pierre Polyev? Well, because that man is a clear and screaming narcissist. He's also using fear and division um, in everything he does. If you look at anything he says, go back, watch any of his clips, look at his social media. He isn't promising anything All he's doing is he's doing the Trump thing. He is just telling us how awful our lives are with what we have currently. And he's going to win. He's just that strategy is going to get him in and he's going to be the next prime minister of Canada. That's what I I always bothers me is he just uses buzzwords. Freedom. Yeah. Like what what words are going to grab people's attention? They don't really mean anything. And it works. Yeah. It specifically works in the times we're living right now with how much division there is politically in the society that we live in and he is he's he's gonna he's gonna get in but i don't necessarily think that that's a good thing i'm also wildly concerned about what's motivating him um i think that his connection with the plymouth brethren christian church 
is bothersome for me. I think there should be a separation be- between religion and politics, and quite often there isn't. That These are my views. That Plymouth Brethren, they're pretty wild. Yeah, Not a lot of people know about them. They're kind of behind the scenes, but I, I did have personal experience with them because I used to go to a small town in Saskatchewan every summer. That's where my best friend lived. And I'd spend the summer there, and there was a Plymouth Brethren church there, and they're very closed off and like they don't have TV. They, yeah, yeah. And if you no do a little, windows on their church, if you do a little uh, search into that, there's a lot of connections between the conservative movement right now, uh, the mega movement in that church in particular, and it bothers me. Um, listen, we need a change. I just don't know if any of the options in front of us. I'm actually probably going to start voting very fringe. For, for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever put anybody's name down that's of a mainstream um, candidate, candidacy yeah. moving forward. I've joked about being a Green Party voter in the past because I thought people would find it funny, and they didn't, mm-hmm. th- that the humor was lost on people. Now I'm actually seriously considering like doing my research and trying to f- figure out whether or not that's worth my vote. Maverick Party. The Maverick Party. There you go. <laughs> Jimmy, Let's separate. Did, did you vote in this leadership race, Jimmy? You don't have to say who you voted for if you did, but because you yeah. voted in the last one, I did, and uh, Polyvier is not who I voted, voted for. for. He's going to win. The, the problem, the problem I have is I've been I've been a conservative party member since it became the conservative party of Canada. Yeah, like I was a member of the Reform Party, the Alliance Party, all that. But the thing is, is I'm worried about where the party is going. Where the conservative, yeah. And and I've always been, you know, because, like, there's so many people that even when I was part of it, like, and the discussions I had with other members of the party and stuff like that, there was some kind of direction. Now the direction is going in Seems a way Seems very that, extreme. Yeah. I it's, think it's... Where, Way too where off. where politics is heading now is everyone's extreme. Everyone is extreme. Got, and the liberals, you got our environmental minister or whatever is a Green Party like extremist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I and again, I'll say this out loud. I'm I'm convinced that we need a change. We need to get rid of of JT. I, I think he's a very I don't know if he's done a lot of well, I shouldn't say that. There's been some things he's done that, that I think have done damage to the country. I think he's a very weak leader and perceived as weak outside of the country as well. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to put somebody in there that actually ha- is viewed as a strong leader. Um, but he, it's time for him to go. He's, 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 not, he's not doing us any favors anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think the, his involvement in the division... I don't think he sees that, so he's not self-aware. But he's that's totally a problem to doing me. it. Yeah, and and I think he's got to go. But unfortunately, I'm concerned about our options. We can do this politically, or you know, provincially as well. Mm-hmm. Kenny, not a huge fan, but old doofus there might not necessarily be as bad as who's sitting in the wings ready to take over the UCP party. Sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Exactly right. Like we were joking about Kenny this morning because you saw something. Is that coming up? Did that? 
No, I, I didn't do anything with it, but his statement about the Queen yesterday, when he said that we have a mountain named after Queen Elizabeth. Well, we don't. No, we don't. That's named after the Queen Elizabeth from Belgium. I loved Kenny because of that. <laughs> he had all these little things that could make you laugh. Yes, it's like the videos from the Stampede fill, where he's dancing. Trying to Who fill, doesn't love that? Trying to fill up his truck with gas and he can't get... <laughs> He's a tool, and it's funny. He's awesome. For us, Kenny, it was, was a bit of a relief, right? I don't yeah. know if we're going to get that comedic relief with the next leader provincially of the UCP party. And is the UCP party, are they representing the, a conservative voter in this city or in this province? I don't necessarily think they are. Like, I would consider myself a conservative voter, and and but I'm in the middle. There are some liberal things that I don't disagree with. There are some some progressive ideas that I am quite okay with, right? Mm -hmm. But I do believe we have to be a little bit more fiscally responsible. And and again, I don't think that guy is represented politically by any party. And that's the sad thing, because I think that's probably about 60, 65, 70% of the population. Mm -hmm. So we sit down there at the ballot, and who are we putting our checkmark next to? Either we waste a vote, or we put a vote where we go... I didn't feel good about that. Yeah. And then you're on your way home talking to the wife about, well, who did you vote for? I don't feel good about it either. I don't want to talk feel about dirty. it. dirty. <laughs> yeah. I need a shower. How many times have you voted in an election where you're heading home and you're going, I hope no one finds out how I voted? Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It's been happening or to me for years. Or, you lie about who you voted for. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Good morning, Cruz. Hey, morning, fellas. Ron, how you doing, Ron? You know, I think that this country, I think with the population that we have, I think we should make voting mandatory. Give everybody the day off and you have to go vote. I think we'd get a better... Uh, Do you think that would change things? Uh, you, well, you're, you're still dealing with a, a lot... Huge, you're still dealing with a... a huge difference, but I think it would certainly go a long way to educating people because if you're given the time off and you're made that you have to go vote, maybe people would do a little more research... I don't you know hate I mean? the idea. The only thing that bothers me about that is we still haven't got any choices, right? No, well, that's another thing, too. I was going to get to that, that when you have, when it's mandatory to vote, you have a greater people, greater population percentage voting, the people who are running, the problem now, the people who are, who are running know that there's not a lot of people voting, and they could probably get into office. You know what? You might the, not with, be wrong, with, right? They always say they actually don't want many people voting. Well, well yeah. the conservatives specifically want to scare away the because if I'm if I'm a conservative voter but I have a progressive viewpoint, they don't want me fucking voting because I might go down there and swallow choke on a vote for for Justin. So they want me so mad that I'm just yeah. not going to vote at all. They would rather have me not vote. So you got a good point. If you're forced to vote, Spirit then maybe the, the strategies best. change yeah. but, on how you present your 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 platform. But the thing is, though, is if if you're forcing people to vote, Ron, hang on one second. If you're forcing people to vote, you're you're getting into the slippery slope of it's democracy. But it's you're taking away the democracy, though. If you're forcing people to vote, we have to go. I'm sorry, we're up. Sorry, brother. Take care. Now, nerd news with James P. White, the first. So, in the new comic book series, Flashpoint Beyond, they've actually named 
the real name of the Joker in that comic book series. This isn't the so Joker this, as a whole. This is this the is thing. just the comic book. I thought so this was a Jack thing. White. His name is Jack White. In only in Flashpoint Beyond. He was Jack Napier in Batman. He was all and in the Joker. He was Arthur Fleck. So there has been different renditions of Batman. I was trying to remember what his name was in Joker. That actually Arthur, Arthur Fleck. Yeah. Arthur Fleck, yeah. Yeah. So this is just in a comic book series. So in this one, they're calling him Jack White. So this and Jack White responded. The singer. The singer. From the White Stripes. Yes. Which is why we just played the White Stripes. But this isn't... What did he say? He said it's a a great coincidence or something like that. Because he is a little... He said, yeah, he talked about the blue hair and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does have a bit of a Joker kind of look, kind of feel to him. Yeah, he's he's got a weird personality. I was in this shoe store in Edmonton. Um, I can't remember. It's a pretty famous one. The designer's from Edmonton. He lives in Portland. Oh, we talked about this guy. Yeah. And yeah. There was a pair of boots in there that Jack White designed. And I was looking at it, but I was like, the problem with these boots is you have to be Jack White to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Jack White wears those boots, they're cool. If I walk into a room in them, everyone's going to be like, what the? Well, you might be able to pull uh, something. You've just seen these boots. Okay, all right. See, I can never pull off anything. <laughs> I'm so jealous of people that can do stuff like that. Like even hats. Yeah. Like I can't even pull a hat off. I put a hat on and, I, and my daughters start laughing. Right. <laughs> Jimmy's got a bit of that. Jimmy, Jimmy can wear can, hats. Jimmy can pull off anything. Mm-hmm. Jimmy walk in here tomorrow dressed as a I don't know as a squirrel and everybody would go hey. You look good today. <laughs> I could wear a diaper. People are like, hey, you look good today. And you yeah. will be wearing a diaper later today. Do we really need to get into that now? Uh, I see, yeah, it's Friday. It's, just, <laughs> it's what he does. It's not worth it. <laughs> I got a note from somebody, and they had an idea on a, on a yoga move. Okay, I see you're going to invent a new pose. It involves a beer, too. So I was like, I'm all over this. We'll, we'll come up with something. I tried it, but I was in jeans and I wasn't warmed up. Isn't that how you normally do yoga? I don't in your jeans with no shirt. Normally do no, he, no, he does it in his underwear and then he posts it on fa- Facebook and they block him every once in a while. <laughs> um, so the idea was that, and and again, this guy doesn't know a lot about yoga, but he said you get into a happy baby pose. So that's on your back, holding your knees, right? Yeah, holding your feet and holding then pulling your, your knees down to your side. Okay. Right? Like a baby when yeah. they're lying down, right? Um, and then you put a beer between your feet and you try to drink a beer. <laughs> and uh, so it, it would be more of a butterfly pose. So you would have to get, you know, the diamond um, so you, you're sitting on the ground. Oh yeah, with your feet touching. Your feet touching. So you're on your sitting on your bum, and then your feet are touching in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna work on this, and I I, I need a that? name for it. The butterfly pose. You can, you can do the butterfly. I ca- I can. And get your legs flat. I can't get them flat. No. No, I'm not that flexible. Um, but it, for those of you who don't know, I've been doing yoga for ten yeah. just about. 10 years. Well, actually, it might be more than 10 years Probably now. more than that. So I broke my tailbone when I was 40, and then I stopped playing. My only activities were sports. Mm-hmm. I played baseball. I played hockey. I did all these activities. That was my only... I've never been that to was a gym. That was your exercise. That was my exercise. When I broke my tailbone, I stopped doing it all. So I puffed up to about 265. 
And then, uh, and I was in pain constantly, and and I had people when I went to the doctor, and I, you know, was trying to fix this tailbone issue. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, you know, you should get into yoga. And so, after the third person, I was like, oh, damn it, I'll try it. it. And it actually started to work for me. Um, This year, I'm a personal challenge. I'm trying to do yoga every day for the whole year. Yesterday was 251 straight days. Even when I was sick. You still did it. I was still getting up and I was doing it. I didn't do like an hour, but I would do like 30 minute thing. Anyway, no one cares. I'm well aware (laughs) of that. Um, So here's what I'm going to try. I need a name for it, but I'm... I'm fairly close to getting that beer in your mouth. I could probably get fairly close to this. If I get the beer in between my feet and then I roll back, if mm-hmm. I hang on to my knees, I'm close enough to my feet within the next, I think, you six could, months. But aren't you going to dump the beer all over you if you're doing that? I'm you're close enough. Back? I'm close enough, dude. To get the get beer my... close enough to your mouth. Yeah. Mm. Do Almost. You, do you think uh, Matt can do that? Oh, for sure oh, she probably, could. probably, yeah. 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 If the, for those of you who don't know, Grant's new wife, Michaela, she teaches yoga. Yeah. Is she teaching right now? Um, she was doing some outdoor classes in the Mill Creek Ravine, but they just wrapped that up. Okay. Yeah, All she right. was doing like every Tuesday night. I got to go to one of her classes one time. Yeah, I yeah. did one. It was fun. We did like a yoga and brunch thing. Oh, really? Winter. Yeah. They're, they're incorporating. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I know what you are. You're going to try to do everything that... And it was. try to kill yourself. Yeah, I was swearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not thought, exactly I, that. I thought, I, thought like yoga, when, I thought yoga is supposed to be calming. When Army Chris did it with you, and he was just reeking like booze, and he was oh, smoking. Well, yeah. We were in the back. I was trying to stay away from as many people as possible. I thought they were going to ask me never to come back after I took Army Chris. <laughs> the whole room smelled yeah. like stale liquor. <laughs> then there was that one time we tried to do... Uh, uh, beer yoga here the day after uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, you brought someone in that was doing the beer yoga. Where are we going here? Oh, I was just saying, I was swearing the whole time, too. Oh, it's, kept- uh, <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It, no. It really is. I, I mean, people have, there's a stigma about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't try to convince people to do it. It worked for me. Um, you know what? If you've spent your whole life pumping iron, you're probably not going to yeah. get into a pair of yoga pants and... <laughs> Go join your wife at or get yoga. Some, get some yoga jeans like you, <laughs> stretchy jeans. I do not wear <laughs> jeans to yoga. Anyway, if anybody has an idea for this pose, like what what I can call it, um, I'm going to practice this, and I'm going because I'm I want to do it without spilling the beer, like Jimmy said. Yeah, but I think I can get into a butterfly pose, roll onto my back, and drink a whole beer. I want to see this. You got to have goals in life. Yeah. So you had a couple of texts on the yoga pose name? Yeah, so your yoga pose you're inventing, you go into the butterfly pose and then put a beer and drink it, right? Between your feet? Between your feet, roll Um, back. So Ryan said, call it the beer league goalie. Because butterfly pose in a beer. Beer league goalie pose? I like that. I don't we, mind that. Heather said the lock and rock. The um, lock and rock. Edmin, uh, Edminian said the drunken moth the instead dr- of the butterfly. <laughs> the drunken moth. <laughs> Uh, David said the drowning manatee. <laughs> I'm not going to write that one down because I can't spell manatee. <laughs> Lizard called it the uh, sack tuck pose. <laughs> and then we had one uh, from Trucker Rust, the bitter beer face, because you're going to be bitter every time you spill beer on your face. <laughs> There's going to be some difficult times with this pose. <laughs> trust me. But there, there will be a video within the next six months. I'm telling you. 
You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Victor, how you doing? It's all good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. We enjoy our chats with uh, with Victor Kui. He is the president of the Edmonton Elks. It's a game week. And, the um, rematch. We got the rematch tomorrow. Yeah. I do have a, a question that I think I've asked you before, but I want to ask you again to see if your answer shifts a bit. Um, how many? No, I will not go on a date with you. No. <laughs> um, oh, oh, no, no. Different question? Okay. Different <laughs> question. How many times a day does somebody come into your office with an idea on how to change the direction of the football team? Uh, I want, okay, not just the office every day. I'm going to say on a daily basis, a dozen. <laughs> Somebody's got, hey, yeah. I got an idea. I, I, interestingly enough, I mean, every day when I go out, somebody will stop me. But the place where I get stopped the most is Costco. Oh really? Get yeah. really? Really? Yeah. Whenever I go to Costco, if not, I've now learned that if I don't plan it to be like an hour and a half trip, it doesn't it doesn't work because we go in there and somebody will talk to me for 10 15 minutes and they've been a season ticket holder or they're upset about this or upset about that. They've wow. Got, they've got a new play that they want they want to share with It's everything. It's just, and but let me tell you what I love about that. I, so people ask me, do you get frustrated? I'm like, actually, it it makes me want to work harder mm-hmm. because I, I realize, you know, just how many people love the team. Like they're frustrated and they're mad and they're upset, yeah. but they care enough to talk about it. Yeah. And that that is that mean that just means. You know, we got to deliver. We got to do some sort of a video where we uh, we we catch Victor at like a, a Tim Hortons, yeah, and we got a whiteboard with us. <laughs> <laughs> we got some X and O's. And we got one more thing. One yeah. more thing. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. And I'll the give tailback. <laughs> See, he's not. He doesn't play here. He plays here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll give him advice, and I don't. <laughs> anyway, nothing. Grant, I was just going to say my only advice is I met uh, Mike Beaudry this week. I was doing a thing at the Canadian Blood Services, and he came oh, down yeah. to tell us story and uh, you should you give him the start this week he's a nice kid <laughs> yeah. you know, he's earned that it locker, the locker room is filled with really good men yeah like you know you know cornelius like you you saw you saw that play that he made when he ran, ran off the side and kind of stiff armed like it was yeah and you know he's 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 big and like he's i don't know six four he's a really really big guy when you meet him but he is so quiet and such a good person it's um he turns into a different human when that football goes in his hand (laughs) should we the locker room still like that with great guys we shouldn't mention what he said which is kind of funny i think we can get away with it eh uh mike when you asked him what position he was gonna play he was coming on the radio with me and i said uh you're a quarterback right and he said I don't know. It changes every day. <laughs> he said, I just go in and whatever jersey's hanging in my locker. <laughs> Some days it's quarterbacks. It's life with Chris Jones. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, tomorrow is uh, Canadian Forces Appreciation Day. Now, I know this is an annual event, um, but it's definitely something that I'm glad that you guys are continuing this tradition. Over 250 Canadian Armed Force members are going to be in attendance. And this is a popular game, regardless. Regardless of how well the Elks are doing or not, we're going to have quite a few people. The weather's supposed to be good. Uh, and, and again, kudos on you guys for continuing, which, which is a, what is a fantastic tradition um, with the Edmonton Elks. 
Yeah, well, the Battle of Alberta continues, and it's part two on Saturday, 6 o'clock. The Canadian Armed Forces Appreciation Day is a great tradition, and we're going to have, um, you know, uh, a flyby. And it's more, even more personally important to me because I served in the Canadian Navy Reserves. And so the Armed Forces and, and um, wearing a uniform is... Uh, an important part of my life and so i'm excited to to do that recognize uh people that have really given us the opportunity in canada and around the world to live the life that we have because they've chosen to serve our country you're going to be wearing a uniform on on on, on saturday with you know i wish i could but i was about a hundred pounds lighter <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh. If I put that on, it's going to look like some weird stripper outfit. I don't know. What <laughs> Bursting out of the seams, you know? You're going to think I'm supposed to rip the, the, the shirt off. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just go in with a ghetto blaster. People, yeah. yeah be, it'll be confusing. Um, what, time is the, what, what time is the flyby? Because we always miss uh, the start of the game. So we want to, if you have a rough idea, that'd be awesome. It should happen exactly when the national anthem finishes. So right at the beginning of the game. Perfect. We, because we, so we coordinate this. If you can imagine the logistics and coordinating jets flying by at exactly the right time cool. when the song finishes, it's really cool. And yeah. how badly do you want to end the streak of not winning at home against Calgary this weekend <sighs> in the rematch? Ah, that's man, that's a given, right? Uh, <laughs> everybody wants to win so bad here at home, and and the thing that's. Uh, that everybody wants with sports is why do we do this? Because we want hope, mm -hmm. right? We, we want inspiration. Yeah. And it and that hope starts to dwindle the more that you lose. So of course we need this win. Of course we need to go on. But what we're trying to do as well is let's just remind the fans of, hey, we've got all these great things that are going on regardless of what the performance on the field is for the rest of the year and everything that we're doing. But we, we're rooting for the team. The locker room is really positive. I think we surprised a lot of people with our performance in Calgary. Yeah. I mean, the betting books had us at, I don't know, 13, 14 point underdogs. And a lot of the bets I saw were even that we would not get on the scoreboard. So um, we're starting to feel some things click. Nice. Um, we should mention quickly the, the halftime show because we've touched on the fact that it's the Canadian Forces Appreciation Day um, and we've touched on the fact that we get the flyby, but the halftime show is very special as well. well. We should touch on that quickly. Yeah, of course, we've got, you know, the, the entire theme of it is with the Canadian Armed Forces Appreciation. So we've got them out in full force performing and, <laughs> excuse me, and um, <laughs> I think that this is, you know, our halftime shows, as you've seen this year, we haven't gone towards like, let's spend a quarter million dollars and bring in the Backstreet Boys or <laughs> yeah. whatever it might be. Although I know you are dying to see the Backstreet, Backstreet. Boys. Well, yeah. 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 Yep, for yeah. sure, for yeah, sure. That that that's your jam. I know it. I know yeah. it. Shaping um, my heart. Maestro Fresh West is <laughs> let's not let's not forget yeah. about that. No, that's exactly. exactly. Yeah. But we we want to showcase everything that's great about our city mm -hmm. and showcase local talent, local schools, local communities, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what we're going to continue to do. There you go. Thank you very much, Victor Quee, the president of the Edmonton Elks. Uh, get your tickets. We'll see you on Saturday night, my friend.
Thank you. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.